Grieving process is an integral part of any kind of healing process after experiencing any form of loss. But the question is, is the grieving process same for someone who has experienced narcissistic abuse? Is it as simple or as linear as it is for the losses like losing someone in an accident, someone passing away or things like that? Let's find that out in today's video. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional and today I'll be talking about the stages of grieving process after narcissistic abuse. If that sounds interesting, make sure that you are subscribed to this channel by pressing that subscribe button and push that bell icon so that you stay updated with everything latest that I post here. If you do not know what the five stages of traditional grieving process are, let me list them for you. The number one is denial. Number second is anger. Third is bargaining. Fourth is depression. And fifth and the final one is acceptance. And let me explain this through an example. Let's say that a person experiences a loss of a loved one in an accident. What would happen is they would first go in a denial. They would not accept that this has happened. You know, their mind would go, how could it be possible because the person was just sitting next to me a couple of hours ago and now they're no more. So this is the part of the denial. And slowly as days pass by, as you know, they start getting in touch with their emotions, they start feeling the anger towards the world, anger towards the one who might have played a part in this accident, anger towards God and anger towards everyone, anger towards self. Why couldn't I save them? Why wasn't I there? Then slowly the bargaining starts to happen. Meaning the person starts to get in touch with the reality that yes, it has happened, but they're still trying to bargain, you know, question this and question that, but it is still happening. As they proceed with bargaining, there sets in the realization and they feel really depressed because there is pain of the loss, the heavy sadness of the loss. And ultimately they take a long time to process that and finally come in terms and accept that this has happened. And this is how the grieving process looks like in any other example except narcissistic abuse. Let's see if this model fits in with the grieving process after narcissistic abuse or if there is something else that happens. Narcissistic abuse leaves a person completely feeling destroyed, devastated and disoriented. When the narcissistic relationship ends, the person leaves in complete internal as well as external shock, completely away and dissociated from their own reality. They feel unsafe in their bodies as well as the world they live in. So this is the first stage of total devastation, where the person is completely destroyed and feels that they are fading away. And then as this goes on, as the person as the person has started to move on or the discard has happened the denial comes into the picture but this denial is completely different than the denial i was talking about in the death example this denial is induced by cognitive dissonance and intensified by trauma bonding even when a survivor is feeling completely devastated and destroyed they are still struggling with the inconsistency in the thought patterns 
and the beliefs about the narcissist, about the relationship, about themselves. They still are floating in the waves of the questions like, was he a narcissist or was it just me? Was I too sensitive? If he or she was a narcissist, why was he so good at this time or at this period? Why do these pictures look different and speak a different story and say something else than what I feel inside? So this is the split. A person is feeling devastated but at the same time is stuck because of the cognitive dissonance and then the trauma bonding that is the addiction with the narcissist that keeps them stuck and most often keeps them you know going back to the narcissist again and again repeating the same cycle even when feeling devastated. So in this second stage of denial, in combination with devastation, there is self-doubt. Was it me? Should I have tried more? Should I go back? Should I do this? Should I do that? This is what is going on in the second stage of the grieving process. But then as the survivor starts to connect with other people, starts to consume and look for the information online and read on narcissism, they start making sense of what has happened to them and what they have been through. And then comes the third stage, which is the stage of awareness. At this point, the confusion is still going on. They still feel devastated and destroyed, but they're aware. They can give name to what their experiences were. They could label them. They could relate with them. Which is why if you see the people consuming the content on narcissistic abuse for the first time, they're shocked. They, it's like they're blown away that their experiences, it has a name. So as this awareness goes on, slowly and steadily the realization sets in as cognitive dissonance and trauma bonding reduces. The realization that it was all a lie. The realization that they fell in love with nothing. The realization that the future they were promised was all fake. The realization that the relationship that they held so close to their heart was nothing but a situation. And you and I both know that when you realize something, you feel something at the same time of the same intensity. Which means when you start realizing and accepting kind of that it was all a lie, that the promises were fake, that you fell in love with an illusion, that you are now accepting the absence of a person who was never there. This brings you to a state where you start feeling extreme sadness, pain, anger and a cluster of heavy emotions. And what I have seen is that at this point, most of the narcissistic abuse survivors start feeling that they have relapsed, that they're not moving ahead in their healing process. They feel stuck because this sadness, you cannot speak about it in words. It's unspeakable. I have seen people who were doing quite well before this stage, they start becoming suicidal. They start having you know, thoughts that they never had before. Because this stage of feeling that sadness of the loss of the time, the effort, the person, everything in combination, it's intense beyond words. Even though it feels that it, it is not going away, but as time passes, this sadness starts to release in waves. And if you get, at this point, if you get someone's help, for example, work with a professional, this can become far more easier than what it is to do on your own. So slowly this sadness, these heavy emotions in combination with fear and everything else is starts to process itself and your system starts to 
oscillate and pendulate between extreme sadness and no sadness or no emotion at all. Because this is the biggest part in the stage of the grieving process. Ultimately, you are led to the what the, to the stage what I call as deep healing. As you process these emotions, you come in terms with what has happened and who you are now. You slowly get in touch with your ultimate strength and then the authenticity within you, the authentic self. You start realizing that you have survived the hell and now you are out of it. And as that happens, you start healing at the cellular level. Also, I should make it clear that as linear as it sounds for the sake of explanation, it is not that linear. I have seen people and myself, I have I've experienced that you jump from one stage to the other back and forth. Or you could be in one stage and experiencing this other stage at the same time. For example, you could be still having cognitive dissonance and be still trauma bonded. But at the same time, you are becoming super aware and at the same time developing this deep clarity about what happened with you so just understand that it's a very messy mixed up process that just is very unique to you as a person and it completes on its own whenever it is supposed to complete i hope today i was able to help you understand what the grieving process after narcissistic abuse looks like i'll talk with you very soon till then let the healing begin